0: Hello, welcome to my podcast. This is Larry Reedy, and today's podcast is going to be a little bit different. Uh, I don't have a guest for today. Basically, it's going to be a recap of the interesting guests that I've had on uh, in the past. I really appreciate everyone who is listening to my podcast and I can't say enough about the amazing guests that have taken the time out of their busy lives to record a podcast. I hope they've told their relatives to download the podcast so 100 years from now, their ancestors will listen to interesting lives and not just look at old photos. Uh, I think when you know more about my guests who have had no idea... uh, excuse me uh, who you have no idea who they are you will listen because all my guests are interesting, exceptional and great citizens I want to remind everyone that I do not monetize the podcast and there will be no commercials and the mistakes that I make will not be edited out of the podcast uh, because because basically I have two other podcasts I do, and editing takes uh, normally longer th- than uh, doing a podcast. Uh, if you have time, please subscribe to my podcast on whatever site you listen to. It will change the algorithm, and I will be featured once in a while instead of where you have to hunt for me. Uh, we now have listeners in 38 states and 12 countries, and i like to see it continue to grow. Uh, so this is—I'm uh, recording this uh, on May 18th, and this will be aired, I believe, on June 12th. So uh, what I'm going to do—I'm going to start with a recap— uh, really, right now, uh, the first podcast was September fourteenth, and on September fourteenth uh, it it was an introduction to the podcast and to me so it's um, it was a very I think a very short it was a very short podcast maybe maybe 15 minutes episode number two was guest was Walt king, and that was on September 19th uh Walt is uh was in the Marines he's an extraordinary talented individual he uh did a documentary, a video documentary that we've seen at a theater. It's called A Ride to Remember, documentary. It's on YouTube. Uh, It is about Gold Star families with people who, their sons or daughters who gave the ultimate sacrifice. Uh, Walt is also... um, a friend in my book, Batesville Shooter and Friends, uh, he's helped me with some portable uh, podcasting equipment and cameras, uh, good, good individual, great citizen. If you haven't listened to Walt, uh, you really should take a listen to him. It's, it's entertaining podcast. Uh, number three... I was still in the big learning curve on this game, and um, somehow I lost the audio. Uh, it was with Alan Stanger, so I had to have Alan come back later. I think it's episode 12, but we'll get to that. So on episode four was Cecil Ison, and Cecil has Eisen's pizza in Batesville, Indiana, uh besides having good pizza and being a really nice guy he does a lot for the community uh he did a lot for the disaster that happened in kentucky by hauling food water i think he, he made two or three trips there and also we partnered up every uh year of three three previous years uh friend of the family and at one time was one of my businesses uh we used classic pizza this year uh cecil uh did did it with the uh, we supplied pizzas to all the hospitals police department fire department uh the hospital clinics uh the uh, staff at the five different schools in the Batesville-Oldenburg area. And he did a remarkable job. And uh, I think in four or five days, uh, he delivered like 398 pizzas or something like that. So, uh, and again, very, very interesting guy. I highly recommend you listen to Cecil. And he was uh, on September... 21st Uh, my next guest episode five was my daughter julie Uh, julie has been a teacher for i guess 38 years now uh she is the the uh, head of a language department at a, a parochial high school in cincinnati Uh, She's traveled quite a bit uh, due to that. She's been to, I don't know how many times, to Mexico. And she's been to Japan, Spain, other countries. Uh, And and actually, it was one of the uh, highest-rated shows that we've had. Um, And they've all been really good. And, And even though Julie's my daughter... Uh, There's a little nepotism there, but it was a great, great uh, interview. Uh, Next comes a friend, uh, Chaz Kaiser. Now, I've known Chaz for quite a while, and talk about someone with really unbelievable talent. Uh, Chaz uh, built him and his dad built an underground home that is just fascinating, and uh, as a matter of fact, it's still on YouTube, and he also is an artist. He's a metal, does a lot of metal work, and he fabricated everything for the Glockenspiel on the, the Batesville Tower on all sides, uh, and and he also, I think, teaches glass blowing at, at the high school once a week. So uh, remarkable individual, good friend. Uh, again, good listen. Uh, next is a longtime friend, former customer of mine in the motorcycle business is Ted Snedeker. Well, wow. I did a remote with Ted. He lives in Marshall, Illinois, on a farm. And uh, I had to take this in the house because I can't get Internet in the Morton building, this metal building that's just not conducive. So anyway, Ted uh, has a very, very interesting career. In fact, we have to go back and do a part two because— Uh, I think I had to cut it off in an hour or so, and we were just touching base. But uh, Ted had an interesting career that took him all parts of the world. And when he retired, he had started writing a masterpiece at a young age. Uh, But when he retired, he wound up, uh, I think he's on his ninth or 10th book that he's published and written. I mean, just a uh, great talent, great friend, and I know you would be interested in listening to him. Uh, and we'll get to part two here. I'm, uh, I'm going to try and call him uh, sometime this week and see if we can not set up a date for another remote. Uh, next is my friend and old neighbor. This is episode eight. was aired October 17th. Uh, Joe Hajic, and Joe is—he's uh, a retired E uh, eight Master Sergeant in the Air Force. Uh, he, uh, his wife, is a retired Captain in the Air Force. They have uh, Joe has a hero of a father-in-law who uh, died the past few years, and he has an amazing son that does great civic things. And I think you would find Joe v- a, very, a very, very, very ent- entertaining, uh, podcast that was aired on October 17th. Okay. So <clears throat> next we go to, uh, 71 year old friend of mine, very close friend, Jack Forrester, uh, <clears throat> Jack, was retired president of Bois Chemical. He had a very interesting career, great family man. And unfortunately, Jack died a few months after the podcast. But when Jack was uh, laid out as a celebration of life, I talked to his one daughter, Missy, And she thanked me for the podcast, and I told her, uh, besides herself, all her siblings, nephews, nieces, they all should download this because uh, Jack's a good man. And I'll tell you, it's one thing to look at photos, but it's something else when you can sit back and listen. I've I've listened to that podcast three times myself because I really miss the guy. Okay, next is uh, episode 10, aired October 31st, 2022. Uh, Scott Bollinger. Uh, Scott lives in Fairfield, Ohio. And I met Scott when I was on an honor flight. Scott was a guardian for his father-in-law. And we were both MPs, uh, but... Scott's probably 30 years younger than me. So uh, we became friends on the flight. We go back and forth on Facebook. Uh, Scott's been to a book signing uh, for me. He uh, uh, came down from Fairfield to Batesville and av- evidently loves liquor, liquor store because he bought a lot of booze. And... A very interesting guy. Scott's in construction. Uh, I'm sure you'll enjoy him. And that was October 31st. Next is November 7th. And this is Greg Niece. And Greg I've known since he was uh, in grade school, a uh, friend of my son Rich's. And Greg's in the insurance business, federal fire Arms licensed dealer, uh, very interesting, veteran, uh, fun, fun to talk to. He was also uh, one of my friends in Batesville shooter and friends, and I forgot to mention. So it was Ted Snedeker. <laughs> so uh, we we have same same interests. A lot of them with uh, like Chaz Kaiser is very active with Walt Edding King. Uh, on a, a shooting, uh, uh, three—that's a three-gun shoot—that they have at um, uh, Coon Hunters in Batesville, and uh, so you know a lot of these people were friends of mine and Batesville shooter friends because they're gun enthusiasts like me. Okay, the next one is Alan Stanger. Now this was November fourteenth. Alan, construction manager, small business owner. He was supposed to be my third guest, but I lost the audio. I, again, a big learning curve in this for me. But Alan also is the administrator for Cross the Line 1524 podcast. Uh, There's about 3 million podcasts. I guess if you discount some people that'll have uh, four or five podcasts, they get discouraged and they hang it up. Uh, Probably closer to maybe 2.5 million. But Alan uh, and his three buddies, which are all... We'll come to them later because uh, they've all been on my podcast also. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be invited to do a podcast with them three times. And that kind of got me hooked on the podcast. I thought, well, theirs is very interesting. In fact, they're in the top 3% of podcasters in the world. So... 3% three percent there's uh, out of yeah three million people uh, that, that puts them in an elite group and they're very interesting they're, uh they cover a lot of interesting people a lot of distilleries they go on vacations together but after being on their podcast I I thought geez I, I I'd like to do this and and get people brought together in communities, listening to just everyday people. And so he was very, very influential for me. And uh, he also is a maple tree farmer, produces maple syrup, gourmet popcorn, gourmet jerky. Uh, He has a store in Metamore, Indiana, the sap store. His... uh, uh, Radio station. I I don't know. He's like the Energizer bunny. I don't know how he has time to sleep. But anyway, good guy. Interesting podcast. Next. This is Matt Fullenkamp. Now, I've known Matt since he was a youngster. And Matt, a couple years ago, who worked for years for the Village Store, and he purchased it. Uh, Matt, he has a unique thing. He's in Oldenburg, the Village Store. Wonderful meat selection. Uh, the store is so clean, and, and the help us. His employees are some of the nicest people you'd ever want to meet. Uh, I, we buy all of our meat there. Uh, And there's other good, I mean, Langan's and Batesville's good, but Matt is, uh, I mean, he's special because I've known him, known his family, and he has people come from all over. His meatloaf is to die for, and he's got several, several dishes. If you're ever in the Batesville-Oldenburg area, I highly recommend that you stop at the Village Store in Oldenburg. It, it is uh, just a great, great place to go. So, uh, so, okay, so let's see. Next we have, let me look here. We have, okay, we have Jeff Montag next. Jeff is also part of the 15, or Cross the Line 1524 podcast, and he's in industrial management, uh, maintenance management, uh, and, and he's a great job. But the thing that's really unique about Jeff, he's a beekeeper. I have learned on this podcast more about bees, how critical it is to have bees, or we would be in deep doo-doo without them, As a country, and I I mean, he he told me, uh, and as well as Dwayne, you'll get to him later. Dwayne's part of that group and and podcast group, and also his is a beekeeper as a sideline. But Jeff brought to my attention that a lot of people with allergies, if they buy from a local beekeeper, like I'm Terrible allergies, uh, you, you know, especially spring, it goes into summer when the pollen count is up. I'm just miserable. He said, um, What you might want to do, he said, and this, I've had people tell me it works for them. He said, I don't have any allergies, but I know it works for them. So, anyway, I take a teaspoon of his honey or dwayne's honey every day and i started this in november i was cutting grass on a day recently where the pollen count was high and usually after about two and a half hours of cutting grass at, the, at my house uh, i'm miserable my eyes are swollen my eyes are running my nose is running can't hardly breathe I uh, haven't taken any allergy medicine since I started in November, and I have no allergies. So it it's amazing, but it only works if you buy from the beekeeper that's get make, that's his bees, his honey is coming from the same uh, plants that i'm allergic to and in this area you have to be so if you're if you're in uh, florida or wherever you have allergies you want to buy from a local beekeeper because anything you get on a shelf in a store uh, you you have no idea where the bees were pollinating and if you're if it's not the same thing that you're allergic to it's not going to do a thing for you plus if it didn't work, the honey's so good to taste. Just say i just take a raw teaspoon every morning, it's delicious. Okay, now we're getting on to something that's. These are all interesting people. Jack Adam. Jack is another friend of mine since high school. So, we go back. Um, oh boy, we're we go back about about sixty. Sixty years, I guess, maybe a little more than that. And anyway, Jack, um, like me, when we graduated, uh, we we didn't have we we didn't have a job or well, Jack went on to college and I didn't. But uh, you know, both of us uh, started out from nothing, and I, I'm. I am not like Jack as far as money goes, but I don't have to worry about missing a meal or my family. And so we're, we're set And at my age, you should be set. But Jack, besides being a really good person, I talked him into talking about his philanthropy. Jack's given away more money than most people are in a lifetime. And He is a very very interesting career. How he got started, and um, our high school uh, that we went to, Elder High School in Cincinnati, uh, parochial all boys school. uh, Jack, they they uh, because of Jack's contributions to a new baseball tennis court. It's uh, in. track complex, Uh, its name, Jack Adams Stadium. Just a wonderful interview, wonderful person. Uh, Next, we're going to go back to Batesville. Uh, This is episode 16, aired December the 12th. Kim Porter, Kim is the director of the Batesville Memorial Library. And until we sat down and talked, I had no idea how much is involved in, in being t- t- the director of a library. Uh, first of all, I didn't know you had to have a master's t- degree in library science. And secondly, the responsibility and the things that they do for the community and not, now I'm not talking about just baseball. I'm talking about all over the country. Uh, support your library. Boy, I mean, it is essential to having a great community. Okay, next. Uh, excuse me just a I have to take a little drink of water. Excuse me. Sorry for that, but old guys need water. Uh Next is Jerry, or his nickname, Reuben Hunt. Uh, Reuben is general manager for one of Gilman's hardware and building supply stores. And he is also a member of the successful broadcast podcast, Cross the Line 1524. Jerry's had a remarkable career. he, very interesting, you start talking about one of the companies he worked with, the amount of playing cards that casinos go through and dice and how people can cheat at dice. And, uh, and uh, Jerry uh, went to work for Gilman's. Uh, he wanted to be closer to home. And, and he's just a remarkable individual. And I'm fortunate to be friends with all these guys on 15 or cross line 1524. Uh, they're great people, great wives. Uh, just if you get a chance, I think the episode might be episode. 88, maybe, or 86, something there, uh, on Cross the Lawn 1524. They had a Father Vincent Lambert, who is the exorcist for the Archdiocese of Indianapolis. And I'll tell you what, for over 50 minutes, I listened to every word. And I mean, I, I just I couldn't even take a break from it. It's it's just great. So, uh, and and the next was just uh, this was a little me thing. I uh, what I did, I uh, wanted to wish everyone a Merry Christmas, and and that's what I did on uh, uh, you know right around Christmas time because. It it, it just, uh, wait just wait. Excuse me. Hold on just a second. Okay. Sorry for the interruption. I'm I'm in a my Morton building, this metal building. I just can't get any internet here. And uh, I was going through my list, uh, and and the pl- page went blank. Uh, so I had to get, get, run to the door real quick and uh, get back. <laughs> Back on the internet, Uh, anyway, on December twenty-second, I just had a little Merry Christmas greeting. Uh, No, no big deal. Nothing, you know. You won't listen to it. I, I did have a lot of listeners, and I appreciate some of the comments we got. Now, this next one, again, friend, friends of both families, known. Both of them since I was, since they were kids. Uh, this is Scott and Jill Weisenbach. Now, th- this is a very unique couple. They, uh, Scott, was always into marathons, running marathons, full marathons, twenty-six point one miles. He got Jill interested in it, and. Since then, uh, I think Scott's in the high 70s in marathons, and Jill's probably around 50. They recently completed the sixth leg of a marathon, and I believe it was London. And I I can't remember. I know London, Japan. there's, There's four major marathons that I think only... 7,000 people in the world have run. Now, besides that, when they go on vacation, it's either marathon or mountain climbing. And the real unique thing, when on Scott's 60th birthday, uh, he reached the peak of Mount Kilimanjaro, so you know, there's eight billion people in the world, and there's I forget how many how many attempts are made each year. Uh, it, but it's it's in the podcast. But the, the it's a very very small number of people ever make to peak. Uh, Jill was supposed to go with him and do it. They were going to do it together, but her mother was ill. And unfortunately the day that Scott reached the peak on his 60th birthday, uh, his mother-in-law, Jill's mother died that day. And, uh, but just remarkable people. They both have nice careers and, uh, you know something that that i i mean I, I never talked to anybody who reached the summit of mount Kilimanjaro until i talked to jack forrester and i was talking to him uh and he said well yeah my daughter missy did that a year ago <laughs> so you just never know okay let's move on here and i'm taking a lot of time uh Next is Scott Lamping. Scott's president, co-owner of Hurt and Elko, uh, wonderful uh, contractor. Uh, they they have all the any part imaginable for electrical, plumbing. They do generators, uh, HVAC systems. Just uh, an amazing company. And and again, I've known Scott a long time. Uh, Noah's dad. Uh, they, in fact, their company when we built our home, uh, they they did our uh, they, they did our plumbing. Um, they 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 just can do just about anything. And uh, real credit to the community. Very active in the community. Okay, next we go to. Episode 20, Dwayne Bischoff. Uh, Dwayne, again, small business owner. Uh, he has Hoosier Power Sports. Uh, work, they work on automobiles. He sells uh, motorcycles, ATVs. Uh, I believe it's just all off-road stuff. Uh, he's also a beekeeper, and he's also a member of the successful Cross the line, 1524. Uh, Very, very interesting interview. Great guy. Fun to talk to. Okay, next. We have a little store. That's not a little store. This is a big store in Batesville, Indiana, called the Walnut Street Shop. Walnut Street Store, I'm sorry. And two partners, Bob Farrell, Joel Ishbaum, Joe's a retired doctor, and they have this variety store that is like something out of the 40s and 50s plus modern-day stuff, but they have got board games. They've got games for kids, board games, anything that you can imagine, and it's just... uh, a marvelous addition, uh, should be one, if, if if it isn't already, it should be one of the destination points for the batesville Oldenburg area. And Joel is such an interesting person. He's had such an interesting life. Again, uh, if you listen to this episode, number 26, you'll find out that, uh, Paul, Joel's guy you'd, you'd like to sit down and have a beer with. Uh, next is a good friend, Phil Hadley. Phil, again, he was, uh, in fact, Phil's on the, one of the guys on the front page of my book, Patesville Shooter and Friends. Uh, before I get into Phil's occupation, <laughs> uh, when, uh, We were, I I told the uh, publishing company, Orange Fraser, how I wanted to cover it. I said, I, you know, I'll be on it shooting uh, an M1, and I want uh, three guys on it and a girl. And anyway, I said, well, who do you want on? I said, well, you pick. So anyway, she came back, all four of the women up there are all editors. And uh, she called back and she said, We got to have the cowboy. That's Phil. So, <laughs> Phil's, besides being a guest with a really good review in the book, he was on the front page. But uh, Phil's an avid hunter, gun enthusiast, and he's a, his career in construction. Phil's a project manager of very, very large construction. Two libraries and he'll talk about that on on his on the podcast it was it was a great podcast two of the libraries in Indianapolis are so big and they're so modern it's just unbelievable and uh, very big projects I had no idea the kind of money that libraries are spending on construction so okay let's move on next is a friend Ron Weigel this if you don't know your funeral director get to know him everybody's gonna die and when that happens if you're the surviving family member you, you just can't imagine how invaluable a good funeral director is and uh Uh, Ron's had a very interesting life Uh, his wife Beth Ann uh, was uh, a nurse and in fact my wife Nancy worked with her for a number of years very very wonderful great people great podcast and uh, one time Ron asked me we were going to visit somebody I, I told him we have to get in sometime and Make final arrangement when that day comes because uh, I'm 84. My wife's gonna be 83 next month, and you know you just never know. And I said I'm waiting, trying to talk my wife out of cremation. And he said, Yeah, well that's fine. I said, What do you? What's your thoughts? I said, Well, I want to be stuffed. <laughs> He looked at me like I had two heads. I was just kidding, obviously. That's not legal. But uh, anyway, neat guy, uh, great sense of humor, uh, really a great interview. Okay, our next podcast, episode 23, January 30th of 2023. This is Three Generations of Registered Nurses. And then registered nurses are Nancy, my wife, Jill, my daughter-in-law, my granddaughter, and Jill's daughter, Meg. And I've, I I've really had fun with this. It was like pulling teeth to get Nancy to agree to be on a podcast because uh, she's not, I wouldn't say shy, but she's not a real outgoing person. Um uh, and I, t- I told her, well, you know, podcasting brought me out of my introverted shell. And she said, well, you've never had an introverted shell. But anyhow, and Jill was reluctant. But once I got him talking, fun podcasts, different, the way healthcare has changed over the years is unbelievable. And to get, you know, a person in her 80s, one in her 50s, and one in her 20s in the same profession at the same times. Remarkable. Great fun. I enjoyed it, and I think uh, it's actually, it turned out to be it's uh, one of the top 10 podcasts that I've had as far as listeners. So good, good listening to it. So next we're going to friend Paul Wanning, Paul is really an interesting guy. And this was on February the 6th. And and Paul is an author of 100-plus books. He is a true historian of Indiana, and, uh, and he does other things. He gets back into the Civil War, Revolutionary War. It, it, remarkable books. Uh, I believe they're all paperbacks. They're very affordable. Uh, he's got a podcast also, and uh, uh, just go to go to Facebook and just type in Paul Paul Wanning. It's uh, W O N N I N G. Just just a terrific guy. All right. Next is uh, again great couple, Chris and Laura Alt. Chris is a chiropractor. Uh, Laura has a degree in accounting, but she basically, uh, she's into dance. She's a fitness instructor, a dance instructor. They're very active in plays. I I mean, really, really a great couple. And uh, I found it. Most interesting because uh, I I knew Chris from meeting him several different times and I and I'm, I think Chris bought some motorcycles from us years ago and maybe still does. I'm kind of out of that business. The boys are in it, and uh, I met Laura before, but uh, uh, you know I th- I think they came in as acquaintances. And like everybody else, if I really don't know them when they leave, we're friends. So, uh, great, great podcast. Uh, our next podcast is let me see here. Uh, all this next one's great. This here it was February twenty seventh, and this is this is Tim. Kiefer, and Tim has devoted 16 years of his life to Gold Star families and I I really I hope everybody listens to this podcast he was uh, part of Walt and King's uh, uh, ride to remember documentary uh, just a uh, great individual He's had an interesting career, but the work he's done, the charitable work, you you really have to listen to this. It's just terrific. So, next, we're going to episode 28, which is uh, this is Caroline or Carolyn Dickman. She's the curator of the Batesville Historical Center. And there's a lot to say about this. And honestly, it's all volunteer work and what the the time and effort that goes into this and their train display, it's I learned more about that than I ever than I ever thought of knowing before. It's just, uh, It's just super, super interesting. So I highly, highly recommend that. Um, Let's see. Our next one. Oh, this is a good one. This is my, two of my favorite people. Uh, This is Mike and Terry Gardner. They are the co-owners along with... uh, Terry's brother of the Batesville Liquor Company, my favorite candy store. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, this is definitely, and also Mike is a member of Cross the Line 1524. But they have an unbelievable inventory that displays the whiskey and wine tastings and tequila tastings they have over the year. It is just a great place, marvelous business. Uh, Some of the nicest, most informative employees that anybody could have. And, uh, in fact, one of their employees, Steve Ollier, who's a retired teacher and coach, is a member of my whiskey podcast. He's a co-member We we have four of us on that one and just a great place to shop. And, uh, uh, people come from Cincinnati and Indianapolis to shop there uh, besides the locals. It's, it's great place. Okay. Next we're going to episode 30. This is Lance and Rhonda green. Uh, Rhonda was a Flutterman, whose father uh, was one of the well. He was principal founder of Ron and Ron Flutterman, his cousin, and Doug Bessler started Batesville Tool and Die. The growth of Batesville Tool and Die. They started out 1976, I believe was their first, or no, I'm sorry, I think it was 1979, yes, 1979 was their first year, which was kind of a mom-and-pop operation. uh, Lance and Rhonda were, uh, I think, still in high school or right out of high school, and they were working there. Uh, Ron's wife, and I think they took on a couple other tool and die makers, and I believe their first year they did eight hundred and ninety thousand dollars in business um fast forward 2023 they have a facility in Batesville one in uh I believe South Carolina one in Mexico 900 people 900 million dollars in sales remarkable great great podcast in fact it's been the number one podcast to listened to of any of them. Next, Keith Menner. Uh, met Keith for the first time at the podcast, talked to him on the phone. Know two of his brothers, came as acquaintance, left as a friend. Keith, besides having an interesting career, He is the chairman of the Board of Trustees, Oldenburg Academy. And if you ever want to learn anything about what the state of Indiana, most states are the same way. The school voucher system, this is a very informative and entertaining podcast. Okay, our next one. We're going to, let me look here. Um, oh, the, the next one is episode 32. This, I, I, I wasn't sure how many people will listen to this all the way through, but we had a big listening audience. This is before I started with the Whiskey Podcast, I think. Yeah, that just aired later, but this was episode 32, April 3rd of 2023. Steve Olleir, Mike Spreckelsen, and Greg Dearberg. We all did a bl- they, they did a blind tasting. I had already done the tasting. Well, this podcast consisted of eight different. Uh, bourbons or ryes that we were doing blind tasting. I'd already rated them. Uh, I I don't drink while I'm doing the podcast, but anyway, to make a long story short, we try to keep podcasts 45 or 50 minutes, and I think this went an hour and 50 minutes. <laughs> and beside well, besides interesting, a lot of laughs. I highly recommend this. Whether you like whiskey or not, it it was a fun podcast. Okay, our next one is um, Matt Scheidler. Matt is a very, very interesting guy. He is also my website designer. He had a career in radio uh, and he's accidentally I got, he got into website designing. It's very interesting when you listen to him and you find out how he actually, how he actually got started in this. It, it's like I said, it's quite interesting and it's it's really well worth your time for a good listening And, uh, Matt is also he's he's done so many websites and including Batesville Chamber of Commerce and I mean he's just a terrific guy, a great interview. I learned a lot about not only about uh websites but uh, about his um uh, his career. In, pot, in radio. I mean, it's it's, it's good, good podcast. Okay, next we have the Honorable Mike Bettis, Mayor of Batesville. Uh, Mike is a great guy, great mayor, uh, really interesting podcast. If you want to know anything about how city government works and about some of the things that he's accomplished, and how he st- how he ever decided to get into politics, uh, great thing. Hit, in fact, Mike and uh, my son-in-law, Carrie Yorn, has they've been friends forever, and uh, Mike's just a good guy. In fact, I think after the podcast, we probably talked longer than we did on the podcast. But a, a great, great listen to. I'm. I hope everybody listens to this. Uh, Next is Pepper Ann. This is i am going to try and make this quick because we're uh, really—we're into 51 minutes already. But Pepper Ann is a pseudonym. This woman called me from someplace in Texas and asked me if she could be on my podcast. And I said, well, uh, maybe. I said, tell me about yourself. Well, she said I authored a book, and she she said it, it's it's the notorious Texas swindler, and it's about a cousin of mine who's doing fourteen back-to-back life terms in prison, and about modern-day cattle wrestling in Texas. And I said, "Well, I'll tell you what. Let me have your number, and I'll call you back." She said, "I'm in libraries; it's published," and and I checked her out, and she was. So we did a remote interview, and I, I'll tell you, it it was pretty interesting. And uh, in fact, uh, her book, I believe, now is in the Batesville Library. I stopped in to see Kim, and it's it's very interesting. And I had no idea people were rustling cattle still. I thought, you know, I thought that went out in the 1800s, but evidently it still goes on. Okay, our next one. Melissa Tucker and Aaron Tellis. Melissa is the director of the Batesville Chamber of Commerce. Uh, Aaron is their office manager. They were very reluctant to come on, kinda of nervous. And but once they start talking, boy, I mean they they did a great job. And they are a real credit to Batesville. They have a very active chamber, and I just think it's they've done a terrific job. And it it was, in my opinion, just a terrific Podcast. I uh, I was so happy that they came on, and it. uh, And again, acquaintances first, we're friends, you know. And anyway, let's move on here. Our next is um, Eric Hepner. Eric retired teacher, but he still teaches a little part time. Retired coach. And the main reason that Eric is on, he is the chairman of Freudenfest in Oldenburg, Indiana. Freudenfest is, well, Oldenburg's a town of about 720 people, I believe. And the two-day Freudenfest brings in over over 10,000 people. It, it is remarkable. There's people that come from Germany. It was a very interesting conversation. And uh, we, he goes back to the beginning of Freudenfest, how it's grown. And I'll tell you, it's it's a, it's a remarkable thing. And the funds from Freud, Freudenfest... Uh, Is is really appreciated by the town of Oldenburg because they pay for a lot of things that or help pay for a lot of things. Okay, next we're going on to uh, an episode that actually just aired this past Monday. Uh, This is my granddaughter Caroline Volk, her husband Jeremiah. And their son Braden, and they both have very interesting jobs. Uh, Carolyn has a very interesting hobby, and their son Braden, who's nine nine years old, is a kind of an extraordinary person. I really enjoyed this. And so far, the comments that I've got this week, everybody's enjoying this one. It, it It's a good one, both young, great people. And I I know I'm prejudiced with her being a granddaughter, but uh, just a wonderful, wonderful interview. And uh, she was a nervous wreck until till she got on, and then she did real well. But uh, great, great one. Next is really a fun one. I have three members. There's five Kellerman children. Jack and Vicky Kellerman were very close friends of Nancy and mine. Uh, three of the Kellerman children are lawyers. Uh, John is uh, in practice. Uh, Clay as a judge. And Amy is not practicing law anymore, but she has a very interesting career. And I'm telling you, again, get three lawyers out of the same family. And we we had a very interesting, very informative podcast, great people. You know, I've known them all since they were, little kids coming out on a Sunday uh, with their mom and dad and maybe some other people and join the swimming pool and, you know, having a few beers or so. But uh, great, great people, great podcast. Okay. My next one, again, We I went back to another interesting uh, granddaughter who is... Caroline's sister uh, this is Jill and Alex Fraze, Frazee and they both have really nice careers but their hobby is you gotta listen to it its they call it a staycation but it's like glamping you know glamour camping they set up a super tent uh, at your house they rent it by the day or the weekend and it's a, it's a fun, fun interview. I, I really enjoyed it. And it hasn't been aired yet, just like the Kellermans haven't been, but it's coming up and you'll really enjoy it. Uh, the last one we're going to talk about because the other ones that I, I haven't interviewed yet, but um, last one is George Herringer. George is co-owner with his wife Peyton. The Sherman and Batesville, and as they turned a uh, historic site that was always a nice hotel restaurant into something that you have to see, uh, because they have they still have the hotel, the restaurant, but the main attraction, beer garden and beer hall. Uh, it it's like a taste. It's it's like a taste of. Oct- Oktoberfest in Munich year-round. Great place, great people. Uh, Again, another attraction that if you're ever in Batesville, I'm sure you would enjoy it. I have some other people lined up, which will continue this. I'm going to be still – I like staying around Batesville – because i i don't the, the quality of the podcast is much better using microphones or being local than and and doing remote's i'm still going to do remote's but again even though i have a pretty sophisticated mixer in this Rodecaster Pro 2 when you do a remote podcast you're talking to somebody that's on a phone on the other end and even though it's coming through the roadcaster uh it's it's not the same as having somebody at the studio or now i have a a couple of um, their wireless road they call them go to their many microphones that uh i'm taking one next week i'm going to have my first remote with them it's um, uh, this will be an adventure because Walt Enning can help me set them up, so I'm, I'm sure they're good. But uh, I'm going to be at a, a local brewery, and that'll—it depends on how long the interview is. It might just be on my whiskey channel, or I might even have it on both channels, but this one and, because it, it's a remarkable story of a— a fellow that works at Cummins uh, in Columbus, Indiana, who started brewing beer, and it's really some good stuff. And he cans it, bottles it. He's got a great tap room in Oldenburg. And um, his wife's involved, his son's involved. And there's a rumor, which I'll find out next week if it's true or not, that he's talking about opening up a whiskey distillery, and uh, that would be sensational because I'm sure to be at their farm in Oldenburg. But anyway, I hope this makes it easy for you to kind of navigate on this. If you listen to this, and I, I know if I'm looking at a, uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts. And if I'm going through something, and you know, you don't know who you're t- who you're dealing with. You don't know if you want to listen to that podcast or not. I uh, my brief description when the podcast airs, uh, it's really not enough. To, and where I'm hoping this here. That you can revisit, or even some of them. Uh, you know, if you find them interesting, go back and listen again because it's. Uh, but I'm I'm ahead of where I wanted to be. In fact, uh, right now, our downloads at where I hope to be was hoping to be in uh, late August, and so I'm uh, I'm doing well with the podcast. I hope you don't mind again, I'm, I'm going to make some mistakes because I don't I, I don't edit. I don't have time for that. And uh, uh, it's it's just natural I, and I hope I'm not having commercial breaks that makes it more interesting. And it's not about me. It's about the people that I'm able to get on these podcasts because, I don't think you're going to find anyone that's been on this podcast boring. This they, these are great people, ordinary people that have accomplished wonderful things, and and it's and this podcast is never about money. It's about what the service that they have done, and uh, I'm I'm hoping. One of these days, I, I want uh, Joe Hajic was a great interview, but I, I'd like to get find like a uh, a career, either colonel or general in the service. And uh, because I'll tell you, uh, there's a lot of bureaucracy in the service today that. Uh, I don't think existed when I was in the service I mean they're that but today's servicemen are i mean they're they're the cream of the crop i mean you you know there's no draft going on and they just don't accept anybody uh you know? I hit one one of the guys that was an m p with uh, me in uh, the canal zone, I mean, he was dumber than a box of rocks. I have no idea how he got in. And I, I, I talked to him. It was from New York. And I asked him, I said, hey, why would you join the Army? Well, he said, the judge said it's either jail or the Army. So <laughs> that's what they did back in the 60s. And uh, thank God it's it's not the way it is now because— this guy uh, he really should have been if he, got, he, he got through MP school, which is remarkable, but he should have been maybe a combat MP or, and a, or, or a security guard and a, uh, you know, one of the MP stock, or one of the army stockades or something. But uh, he never did anything other than work a gate while I was in the canal zone. So anyway, that's another story. But I want to thank everybody for listening, and I hope I'm not boring you with this, but I thought it would be necessary to recap, and I, I didn't want to wait a year because uh, this would go on forever, and this is a, uh, this is an iron well, an iron six minutes, so I think right now it's time to sign off. And, again, th- thanks for listening. Uh, God, God bless you. God bless the United States of America. And I'll talk to you on the next podcast.